the songwriter in that beautiful song, Christ Receiveth Sinful Men. I am so glad that Christ receives sinful men. For if that was not true, you and I would be in trouble. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The songwriter says, No, my heart condemns me not. Pure before the Lord I stand. He who cleansed me from all spot satisfied its last demand. Christ receive it, sinful man. Sing it over and over again. Christ receive it, sinful man. Make the message clear and plain. Christ receive it, sinful man. Even me and all my sin, when I came to him, acknowledging that he is the Savior, and I wanted him to be my Savior, when I asked him to come into my heart to forgive me of my sins and cleanse me, he did that, and he received me. And what he did when he received me, he justified me. He declared me righteous. He gave me the righteousness of Jesus Christ. So I don't stand in my own righteousness, but the righteousness of Jesus Christ was imputed or deposited to my account and to yours also. In our last devotion, I shared with you one of the groups that John dealt with, and that was of the Pharisees. I want us to pick up today and share with you the other group, and that of the Sadducees. Now, this group was different to the Pharisees. The Sadducees claimed that they accepted the law of Moses as the supreme and only religious authority. You would find that they were associated with the priestly class. In Acts chapter 5 and verse 17, Then the high priest rose up, and all they that were with him, which is the sect of the Sadducees, and were filled with indignation. The term chief priests and Sadducees were at time referring to the same sect. While the Tom, scribes, and Pharisees were synonymous, the Sadducees were a smaller group than the Pharisees, but they were very wealthy. It was the business of the Sadducees that Jesus disrupted when he threw the money changers out of the temple. In Matthew 21, verse 12 and 13, and Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought into the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves and said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer. But you have made it a den of thieves. 
the only time in the New Testament you would find both groups coming together was when they were opposing Christ and his followers. Look at some scriptures. Matthew 22, 15, 16, 23, 34, and 35. Listen. Then when the Pharisees then took counsel how they might entangle him in his talk, and they sent out unto him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Master, we know that thou art true and teachest the way of God in truth. Neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of men. The same day came to him the Sadducees, which said that there is no resurrection and asked him. But when the Pharisees had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they were gathered together. Then one of them, which was a liar, asked him a question, tempted him and saying, if you go to Acts chapter four, verse one, you will find, and as they speak unto the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them. If you go to chapter 23, verse six, you'll see, but when Paul perceived that the one part was Sadducees and the other Pharisees, he cried out in the council, men and brethren, I'm a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee, of the hope of the resurrection of the dead, I am called in Christ. The Pharisees expected to gain their reward in heaven, while the Sadducees expected to gain theirs here on earth. Now, according to our text, these came to John to be baptized but they were not seeking God's truth or looking to change their lives. They were not repentant. They had not confessed their sins. There was no change. They were seeking righteousness that would deliver them from judgment. All there were was nothing more than self-righteous Hypocrites. Notice how John addressed them in verse 7. He called them broads of vipers. To call them a broad of vipers was to say, You offspring of vipers. You offspring of snakes. You broad of vipers. You broad of snakes. Jesus described the Pharisees several times as the same. In Matthew, the 12th chapter, and the 34th verse, he said, O generation of vipers, how can ye be evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. And in chapter 23, verse 33, he says, Ye servants, ye serpents, Ye generation of wipers, how can ye escape the damnation of hell? These were desert snakes, small, but even though they were small, they were very poisonous. The bite of a viper was often fatal. 
This was known by the people. Remember Paul at Malta when he gathered the wood for the fire after his shipwreck. One of those very same vipers hung on him. And the people just stood around waiting to see Paul drop dead because they were very poisonous. In chapter 28 of Acts, verse 3 to 5, the Bible says, And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid him on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on on his head, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he had escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffer not to live. And he shook out the beast in the fire, and he felt no harm. Referring to the Pharisees and the Sadducees as a broad of vipers subtly points to the danger of the religious hypocrisy. Paul wrote to Timothy in chapter 3 in his second book to Timothy in verse 5, he says, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such, turn away. They had a form of godliness, but were far from godly. They were responsible for keeping many out of the kingdom. For in Matthew 23 and verse 38, he said, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. They were acting, behaving exactly according to their father and his nature they had. Read about it in John 8, 44. You have your father, the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a mother from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there's no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he's a liar and the father of lies. These religious folks came to John to baptize them. In our next devotion, we will see how John handled this. Our Father, thank you so much. How much I thank you for your word and for men like John. I pray that you will give us the boldness to proclaim your word, those of us to whom you have called. And God, we will proclaim it thus, the word of God, prove it by your word. Lord, we love you and we thank you for this privilege. And we ask, Lord, that you will do now what we cannot do. And that is open the hearts of the listeners that they would receive your word and would come to know you. And open the hearts of the listeners that they would share your word with those who need to hear it. Have your way with us. We love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, partners. May God bless you. Have a great day in the Lord.